Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the last episode with my dear friend Danaba and got to hear something um, and her story and maybe something spoke out to you. I'm hoping you are following her and just checking out what she has to offer. But today's episode is inspired slightly by that story in, in the sense of I've been meaning to share with you all how I got to the name of Amiga Arise and how God gave me that title and gave me this vision I didn't know I was creating a podcast a year ago. Well, that's kind of a lie. I was beginning to think about it about a year ago, but <laughs> close to two years now as I was getting closer and closer to God and not yet fully surrendering my life to Jesus, but just exploring that relationship with him, I began to understand what it meant to hear from him directly, to have this communion with him to be in relationship and hear his voice not audibly so to speak as like hello Priscilla you know not like that so to speak but in a sense of as I got more and um deeper into my own faith and my walk with God I began to understand the fullness and the character of God and the truth of who he is and I like have shared had this misconception of God um to a degree of I knew he was love and he loved me but I also believed the lies that I wasn't good enough for certain things I was faking my way through life making a lot of horrendous mistakes in my life as I shared in terms of my addictions and dependencies on on alcohol, on men, on overachieving. The list is long. In reconciling that misconception and coming to the word of God for myself, yes, I was attending church and I was attending a small group and getting some more insight but there was this revelation for me when I actually began to read the word for myself and there was something that came alive for me and that is what the bible is intended for it's for our own sake for us to to read and to understand and to come to believe 
for our own sake, not because someone else told you so. And part of my story is how the book of John changed my life. I began to read the gospel, meaning the, the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it was getting close to Christmas 2020. And so we were still in the very thick of COVID. And I was processing all the different things that I had been, that I've mentioned in episode one in terms of my own reckoning with um, my addictions and my family systems and losing a loved one to COVID and just the ugliness that I was starting to see in the world in terms of how we were treating one another based on our political beliefs and religious beliefs and, you know, all these political agendas. And I was, I was in this place of distraught as I was reading the book of John, something lit up in me, like I said, and it reignited my faith in a way that I can't explain other than through my own experience of what that looks like and feels like, right? And so I've heard this time and time again of believers who are in the word and even if they've read the same book over and over, every time it's a different, um, it, it hits differently. You hear something differently. And as Christians, we use this language all the time. But I know that if you're not a believer, I'm sure there are questions about what do you mean you hear from God? Just as we were discussing in the last episode with Danaba on her story and what it meant for her to hear and see from God when she was grieving. For me, like I said, it was reading the book and having of John and having revelation and peace and comfort and, and joy in the reading. And I can pinpoint the day, and I want to say it was close to Christmas, and reading the line um, where Jesus said, I came to, I didn't come to the world to condemn it, but I came to the world to save it. And that's where I, I kind of broke down. And I began to understand I had a very skewed understanding of God and Jesus and and why he was why he was here and that's probably the biggest turning point um although I had not yet again said as I've said I hadn't yet surrendered my life to Jesus it was in relationship in communion in wanting to discover what God actually says about himself and his people that I began to truly hear from him in my own way, in my, in my unique way of communicating with God. And I want to read a few scriptures that kind of speak out to me about this, but also just as I tell you my story, again, how I got the name for this podcast slash business that I started to hear from God shortly after just surrendering my life and how intense that was and how amazing that was and just affirming the belief that God is real and alive for me in my life. A scripture that stands out to me 
that may help you see where I'm coming from here is in the book of John, uh, chapter 14, verse 17. And Jesus here is talking to his disciples about he's about to go die on the cross um, and is trying to affirm them and let them know that it's going to be okay. And he says, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, you know him for he dwells with you and will be with you. So that may sound confusing to some of you, but he's saying the spirit of truth or the Holy Spirit, he calls it, he had just referred to the spirit or, um, as receiving the helper. And in our, in the Christian faith, we know that the Holy Spirit is our helper and he's our spirit of truth. But he's also saying that the world cannot receive him if they don't know him. So those of us who know him, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And so that's where this, um, language comes from like we heard from God I heard from God I think I'm hearing God say this is what we mean by hearing from God we know that the Holy Spirit dwells within us and speaks to us directly and he directs us on the right path he also corrects us when we're on the wrong one or when we've misinterpreted his his advice his counsel and so this is just me telling my story and hopefully giving you some insight as to what it means to walk a life um, in accordance to hearing from God and then taking action upon it. So to go back to my story, as I was reading this book, I was really feeling the conviction of the Holy Spirit and just this gentle welcoming into God's grace and gift to live in a free life where it's not dictated by fear and condemnation and and it just made sense, right? And I was like, I have been living life this way. And I I attributed my way of being, my existence, through my symptoms. My symptoms of anxiety, my symptoms of depression, my symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, right? I understood that I was living a life with these symptoms Sure, I had some awareness of them, and sure, I was making some healthy choices in my life, but for the most part, I was living a life of false belief of who I was, right? I was attached to the belief system that I am these things, I am the symptoms, I will not ever live a life outside of these triggers, and and because of that i was blinded to the reality of the life and the world god wants for me and so again as i say as i was reading the gospel all of this was becoming awakened and alive in my life and i just kept hearing this kind of repetitive nature of God saying like, you got to wake up, you got to get up and you got to keep your head up. Like baby girl, it is time. I've been calling you. Um, and so although God had been talking to me and whispering his truth to me, his, my entire life, because I believed in God when I was a child, because I did it 
fully believe in his nature, it was hard for me to recognize when he was talking to me and directing me on my path, right? So now being in his word and just reawaken to to his truth and his word brought revelation to me, like I said, that I've never felt before. And shortly after in the new year in 2021, um, I began to understand what it meant to have dreams that were dreams from God and understanding that he speaks to us even in our dreams. And of course we all dream and some dreams are not from God and, and some dreams are just a culmination of the things that happened to you in that day. But I have two dreams in one in one night that literally awoke me in the middle of the night with a, a breath of fresh air and it felt like a weight had been lifted from my shoulder because I had, as I mentioned in my first episode of my story, I have a history of sexual abuse since childhood and then again in my uh, young adult life. So the dream was making peace with the person who had brought that harm to me and making peace with me pursuing a life dedicated to Jesus and knowing that the person that God has in store for me will not shame me or condemn me for my past either. And so for those who are not believers, it may sound like, well, that just sounds like a coincidence, a subconscious, you know, coming, your subconscious coming to you during your dreams. That's one way to look at it and one way to take it, right? But unless it's... and in your own experience until you have that moment with God, there's nothing and no one that can come between you and that reality of what you've experienced because I've never had dreams like that before and I've never had the the peace and the clarity that I had from those dreams. Um, And like I said, literally before I can say a word in my dream, woken up with like a fresh breath of air um, and and that's what really um, charged the way and the trajectory um, of me giving my life over to Jesus and because of that awakening and just hearing this repetitive nature of God just saying you know come on time to get up let's it's you know let go of of the old of the broken of the dark way of looking at life and so I I just was again still in the word hearing this kind of repetitive nature talking to leaders in my life about what this means to understand God talking to me in that way coming alive through scripture and I went to a prayer gathering with my church we had just finished a 21 day uh, collective prayer and fasting as I've spoken about on this podcast before and our pastor gets up and she has what we call like a prophetic word for for the room and she talks about the story in mark chapter five um of the little girl jairus's little girl who has been proclaimed dead um 
and Jesus brings her to life. And I had read the story before I, you know, before that day, but I hadn't found fullness of that story until I heard it from her on from stage and from the from the platform and there was something powerful about her coming to the platform to say I have a word for the room and it, I think it's for someone in this room or for a woman in this room and how Jairus came to Jesus to um ask him to please pleading Jesus to save his daughter um because she was very sick she was very sick um and on on route to the girl um they got news that the the girl had died and so people were like well let's you know it's there's no reason god why you should well they they weren't calling him god there's no reason for um for um the teacher they would call him rabbi or um jesus to come and, and save her she's already dead but Jesus knew that he had something else in store for this family and he was doing signs and wonders throughout his time that he was alive. So he takes the parents and a couple of his disciples, goes into the room and takes a little, and in Mark chapter five, verse 41, he states, or it is stated, right? He takes her by the hand and said, Talithia Kumai, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. So as our, my pastor was up there talking about this verse and how she felt God was saying to the room, um, there are some women in this room that need to to hear this verse and understand this. There's an awakening and an, an arising of who they are. And um, it spoke directly to me because, like I had mentioned, I had been hearing this narrative from God in the last few weeks about just waking up and getting up and keeping my head up with God in my in my belief and in my in my faith and so to hear this verse to kind of close out the 21 days of prayer um, with my church I just knew that there was an awakening and an an arising of myself of my true self and letting go of of the old of the um of the sleeping child of you know the the little girl in me that had developed an a false narrative of not being worthy of not being enough and hiding behind um achievements and accolade and so Talithia Kumai was just the residence that um stayed with me and from that point forward January of last year 2021 I knew that there was this new something new happening in me that I'd be letting go of my job soon and I was going to start to um, use my skills to serve the kingdom of God and I didn't know what that looked like but it was I knew that it was to help little girls just like myself arise to the true nature of who they are and letting go of their faults ideas and narratives and so in a long journey process (laughs) that is how Amiga Arise came to be for me there I am calling out my amigas my friends in in Christ and those who are not in Christ yet to arise arise to who they truly are and 
that friend is the story behind how I hear from God and how I heard from God in the beginning and how it continues to evolve and shape me and form me and inform me as I continue to to seek him to know him and to abide in him um so that's a shortened version of my of my amiga arise title and i'll leave it at that i am so curious to hear what your thoughts are on what it means to hear from god and what have been some stories about you hearing from him and and how that has maybe set you on a trajectory towards towards him and what that has un- what that has unfolded for you there were so many other scriptures as i was preparing for this episode that i wanted to share with you but i won't bombard you now with at the tail end of of the episode with those scriptures but i will go ahead and cite them in my show notes as a reference if you want to go digging more into um the scripture and what that can possibly mean for you well that's it friend hasta luego amiga that's a wrap for today i pray this episode has blessed you in some way brought you some clarity or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing if this podcast has blessed you in any way I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.